Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This week, once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates, Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get on HeapsNormal.com, use duty-free at checkout for free shipping anywhere in Australia, and it's not just fucking tasty, Heggy. They're award winners, these champions. Oh, nothing like an award winner, a bit like yourself. I've never won an award since uh, under-19's uh, best defensive player Victoria Gridiron competition. Yeah, you got a trophy. I did get a trophy. I was only 16, whatever. Still on the shelf? No, I don't have it, actually. Uh, it'll, it'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere with my uh, the Crusher bracelet that I got made for myself. This was a dollar sign. Don't worry about it. I've got a couple of trophies. Doorstops. Do you? That's what mine are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like one of like one of those actors. Doesn't mean anything to me. The pursuit of the craft is what counts. <laughs> Fuck <Yes>. off. <laughs> Woody yeah. Allen, off playing clarinet for Oscars night. Sorry. I've got if, a concert. <laughs> if you're using it for a doorstop, all that means is you lost your doorstop. That's what's fucking yeah, happened in much. your house. But <laughs> <laughs> Heaps normal though. How's this, Heggy? I'm currently. We'll talk about it in the intro. I'm. Um, I'm currently isolating in a hotel because yeah. somebody at work uh, at the radio station. It's all right. It's in the news. Can't get in trouble. Pop for the Rona. Yeah. Somebody got coronavirus. But guess what? I've been drinking heaps normal. Don't have it. So makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm also double jabbed. I'm not a fuckhead, but also been drinking heaps normal. So. Say about that what you will. Yeah, right. Oh, good on you, mate. So boost your immune system, grab a four-pack of heaps, chug it down your throat. Get it in you. Heapsnormal.com, duty-free at checkout. Enjoy the app. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the... <laughs> I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How's the isolation going? Mate, I am living the fucking dream. Somebody at work popped for the Rona. I've got to isolate. Couldn't do it safely at home, Heggy. You know what it's like with a toddler. They'll just keep coming in. Yeah. Couldn't broadcast from home. So I've had to make the selfless move like a hero to move into a hotel, one-bedroom apartment by myself for nine nights. Oh, you are a man among men. A true hero. Sacrificing yourself like that. Yeah. Missing out on all that. Parenting. My wife did. 
It's the closest I've seen her get angry at me for a while. <laughs> she caught me explaining to my three-year-old what sacrifice means. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what that is when your dad's having an afternoon nap every day. Tell your mum not to ring up. That sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so I guess I've I've got a little bit of. But up there in New South Wales yesterday, oh, it was a uh, it was your day. Yes, it was your freedom day. A little bit different for you up there though. Freedom. <laughs> I'd take George Michael any day <laughs> over that other shit. More Sydney vibe than this. <laughs> but uh, you you got out and about yesterday. You went to your first ever gig, and you were kind enough yeah. um, on the way to your first ever gig to send me. A lovely message. On my way to a gig, just written to say up yours, you <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> How'd it go? It's, a, it's an emergency cute. Um, oh, good, actually. Yeah, first one back. They're a bit reticent, the crowd. I didn't like them, obviously. but um, You never do. Yeah, we're not. It's fine. Like that, I don't know. <laughs> I would have thought they'd be real happy, but they weren't. They weren't? So, fuck them. But yeah, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> I I do love that. Uh, twelve oh one, fucking New South Wales, not waiting a second longer than necessary to just open up the fucking more chili machine and get some patrons back in. Oh yeah, lining up for pokies, lining up for Kmart at midnight. That's a new low. Well, I thought that was the lowest till a mate called me and he said people were lining up at Spotlight oh. at midnight. Who the fuck's getting fabric at midnight? That's yeah. At least I understand the drinkers. Did you say I sent you a? There was a news article um, and they were interviewing people that had gotten in the pubs at 12.01am on your Freedom Day. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was a guy saying it's the tastiest beer I've ever had and his name, Michael Cody. Yeah. So there's just something in this. Don't even know the bloke. Same surname, up to the same stuff. Just all that shit just makes you think that it'd be better if this thing took out a few more people, really. Didn't do a good enough job. Sorry, all that stuff what? Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes you think. (laughs) That was a fresh, a fresh court. <laughs> makes you think. No fucking snap frozen makes you think's out of Heggy's mouth. <laughs> nah, not today. Special day. You had a few beers last night, Heggy? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's very nice. Uh, on the house beers. They're the tastiest beers, Cody's, you fuckheads. Free ones. Not one you got to pay for. Oh, yeah. Free beers, always good. Mm, it's nice. But uh, heaps normal for home, of course, and then get out amongst it. You've got to have a, you've got to have a few fucking skewies. As our mate Max Price would say. Hey, the ad's finished. The ad has finished. We're in the fucking episode now. Take it easy. Can't help myself, man. Breakfast radio. The ad never ends. Um, <laughs> I myself ran out of my heaps normals. Pretty quick sticks here. About 15 minutes into my stay. Yep. I'm currently, this is day four in isolation. And uh, I'm, having a look, I'm having a look over in the corner. There's uh, four empty bottles of red and uh, 24 stubbies. So, good start. Man. You've got you've got to stop turning around, not for sound quality, but because your little mullet's showing every time you do it, oh, makes yeah. me want to makes me want to throw up. Don't do it. Turn back <laughs> around. That's it. Every every time I call my wife, I slick my hair back. I haven't had a haircut since before my son was born. Slick the hair right back and just flick up the little. It's dirty back there. Nasty. But uh, I call you called me on on Sunday, and when I got to break the news to you that. Uh, I am in isolation and I was having a couple of drinks and uh, I was watching the boxing. Yeah. And I said, I was, 
I was watching the boxing, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. And rem- do you remember what you said to me? No. What? You said to me, oh, here he is. He's got a new pikey hero. Oh, right. Yeah, you do. <laughs> He's your new hero, isn't he? Tyson Fury's in. McGregor's out. Fury's in. How's this from the pre-fight press conference? I think you'll enjoy this, Higgy. What kind of changes and improvements do you expect in Deontay now that he's got Malik Scott in his corner? Nothing. It's one shit house teaching another shit house how to fight. Both a pack of losers and they both ain't worth a sausage. So he couldn't teach him anything. Man couldn't fight himself. He was a shit house. So when you got shit house teaching another shit house how to fight, you're in for a real pack of shit house cowards. Look at the state of him. His heart's rattling now. His balls have sunk up inside of him. There's a man here that's going to annihilate your daughter. Me, the Gypsy King. Tyson Fury's the name. And fucking fighting's the game. There ain't a man born from his brother's cunt can beat the Gypsy King. Never mind a sausage like that there. <laughs> it's all, it, it sounds like a kid who's just discovered the word shithouse. <laughs> yeah, he really, really got himself caught in a little loop there. Yeah. <laughs> The important thing is that um, you just keep going caravan park to caravan park around the world, finding your new mentor. <laughs> finding new heroes. Yeah. Finding a new life coach. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to see who the next one is in a couple of years when this guy's done something real fucking bad oh, and you drop him. Probably has already. He's a fucking he's a gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> How's this? We've got a... Um, Got a message on the on mid-flight brawl Instagram from Jennifer Greening, a listener who always sends us some classic stuff. And I haven't, I haven't shown you this yet, Heggy. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, she said, "Imagine like anything's possible now. Imagine being sat next to this bloke on a plane. It's an old guy in America, of course. Yeah, and he's got himself a very interesting emotional support animal. Oh. This is Wally, my emotional support alligator." Wally puts a lot of joy in my life. He just makes everything his friend. He is a federally licensed emotional support animal. Wally is my best buddy. I take him everywhere. Wally, uh, for some reason, he does not kill anything, never showed any aggression, never tried to bite anybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they all say until they do. Like until yeah. they bite one kid's head off, they go, well, he's never done that before. Of course mm. he fucking hasn't. Be dead. But, oh, I saw a horse on one actually. Someone took a horse on a plane. Oh, really? Like a little pony. Yeah. A miniature one. Great. Oh, f- fuck off. Really. America. Anything is possible. Yeah. It's the dream. Except for going to the doctors for free. Uh, <laughs> should, we, should, should we get stuck into the app? Yes. Let's do it. So, um, getting stuck in, mate. This is episode 83. We've <sighs> done it. Uh, and wow. every now and then in life, there's a man, a special one. And this one happens to be a property conveyancer from Middlewich, Cheshire. It's a big money over there for that. Oh, I don't know. Like property conveyancing. It's just yet another middleman who exists purely because people are dishonest. Well, yeah, I'll prepare documents because people can't be trusted to just hand over the deeds and do the right thing by <laughs> each other unless they know they're being monitored. Mate, you know that's a thing in Victoria. I don't think it's that in New South Wales and Queensland. If you go to buy a house, you know, you've got to get someone in to have a look at it. Yeah. New South Wales and Queensland, somebody comes in, has a look at it, signs off on everything, then anybody that wants to buy the house can use those documents. But Victoria are like, nah, you get another bloke. Nah, get you own. get another bloke. Yeah. So 
or woman, they can look around the joint too. Heggy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not so convenient for the term jobs for the boys though, is it? So most of these dishonest things are generally men yep. doing it Fuck and yeah. inventing it. Panama Papers. Not seeing a lot of Sheila's at the top of those news articles. No. Dodgy blokes. <laughs> Punch through the glass ceiling, ladies. The opportunities are there. Get into them. Um, this bloke, though, his name's Matthew Flaherty, and he's from Middlewich, which is yet another shit northern town. You know what it's known for? Oh, boozing? Knife attacks? No. Nah, nah, oh. Nothing. Oh. Um, <laughs> widely, quite widely known for that too. The, the three or four days of the year that the sun shines up there, it does have some nice scenery. But uh, if the notable alumni are anything to go by, no one's been born there for some time. <laughs> um, I'll get the bell ready. Who have we got? Do you have so, anyone from the past? Anyone? No. no, no just no, a couple of old, really old scientists or literary figures, one footballer. It's always poet. Like if that's in there, you go, for it hasn't pumped out anyone great in a bit. Oh, yeah. There's no modern poets. No. <laughs> Except for yourself. They're called rappers now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Lyricists. Um, so, yeah, you know, shit job, shit town. Might as well go on a holiday with your mum. Wow. So Should you? I don't know if there's any town that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just you and your mum go on a flight somewhere. There's something about adults that go on holidays, like just by themselves with mum and dad. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's 44 doing that. Oh, hang on. No, no, no. There's, there's travelling with your parents. So like when I was doing gigs in New York and Montreal, dad flew in to get on the piss and then left. Yeah. There's something about when there's like a mum and dad going away together and they just take the kid on like a holiday to Tokyo. And by kid I mean 31-year-old. You go, fuck oh, hell. Yeah. You can't. Who's in full health. Yeah. Yeah, something very dodgy about that. <laughs> Cut the cord. Um, the, pair, the pair of them have uh, they put on their galoshes and set off up the M56 for Manchester, 44 minutes. As all good holidays should start. Yeah. Google probably estimates the time based on my driving. Most people up there would knock it off in about 20 minutes, I reckon, <laughs> middle which to Manchester Airport. All I've heard is um, it's a nightmare driving around the UK. I've never had to do it. But there's a lot of people in a very small space. Oh, fucking sucks. Yeah. Yes. A lot of lorries. Ah. It's not it's not pleasant. I used to um I used to know a bloke from those parts. Massive Bevan. And this is a <laughs> this is a fair while ago, like the nineties. So and, and he was he was actually on one of those compilation shows of bad driving. Oh wow. A little bit like Sergeant John Bunnell's police chase stuff. <laughs> but this was the one he was on was some static um, camera footage, a bit grainy, but you could definitely make him out. And he had a copy of this and it was, the thing was like, take a look at this idiot as he was like crossing a one-lane wooden bridge in his generic housing estate hatchback at incredibly high speed. And um, Like Ronan. Around the neighbourhood, he's a big hero because he had the VHS of it and they, they couldn't make out his number plate due to him being sideways in the footage. And that was what everyone knew him for. The the Dukes of Hazardshire. Oh, man. <laughs> in fact, I was surprised not to see his name in Wikipedia in the Cheshire region of notable <laughs> alumni just for that. Maybe check your other favourite site, Murderpedia. There's a good chance. He'd... Yeah, I've, I've had a look. Um, 
Anyway, Matthew and his mum, they make it up the M56 to Manchester and they, they get on EasyJet, uh, obviously, Manchester to Keflavik, Iceland at uh, 4 p.m. flight, January 28, 2019. Uh-huh. Sorry, you know me. It's got to be in a further than like four years. It's going to have an Olympics, oh, you know. Yeah, two Olympics between us <laughs> and the date. Um, the six crew and 142 passengers on board this flight, two hour, 50 minutes to Keflavik, Iceland. So Matthew, he's, he's gone and planned a, a holiday as a birthday break from his job as a property lawyer. So he packed himself and his mum up, headed off to beautiful Keflavik, Iceland. Iceland. One of those places, right, that filthy northerners would never have traditionally thought to indulge, but for the £9.99 <laughs> jet fares. Tip rats all became interested in continental Europe since a night out in their town cost as much as a night out plus flights in ACOM, somewhere like Iceland. Fuck yeah. Now there's there's some of those uh, like Norwegian Air. There's another famous one that stops on the way between the UK and the US and that that poor city. They must be going, fuck, what? Who signed off on what? Yeah. <laughs> Just people trying to go to America for 14 bucks. Oh, yeah. They're going to swing by my city. Yeah. A <laughs> um, couple of facts about Keflavik. Keflavik is it's Iceland's main international hub. It's a ta- it used to be a tactical refueling pit stop for transatlantic flights during WW2. Pretty good for fishing as well while we're at it. What's Reykjavik then? Well, Reykjavik is the capital. Ah, okay. That's no, another. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, well, it's only 40 minutes drive to Reykjavik, but Iceland's quite small anyway. Two airports? No, that is the, I think that is the airport. Oh, that's the airport. minutes away, yeah. Keflavik. Ah, okay. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, as far as tourism goes, it's a gateway slash drinking destination. There's a few plants and mosses on the basalt rubble, but not much else to look at. Plane full of monkeys going there, yuck. As soon as, as, soon as EasyJet. Says, hey, we're flying to Keflavik. Do you reckon some citizens at Keflavik got onto that? You know, we've spoken about it before that business that just ships out an Irish pub in a shipping container. Oh, for sure. Go, we're, we're fucking on here, boys. <laughs> Everyone chip in. We're building this at the airport. First plane had two of them in it. <laughs> um, Reykjavik is one of the cleanest, greenest, and safest cities in the world. Sounds fucking boring, doesn't it? Not one. Murderpedia entry for Iceland, none. Well, that is incredible. Maybe this is related, but until 1989, beer was banned in Iceland. Oh. Couldn't get beer. They took prohibition very seriously. Why? Don't know. You could get other alcohol, but but no beer. Well, then it sounds like they didn't take prohibition. <laughs> they didn't take that on board. <laughs> yeah. it turns out quite the opposite. <laughs> I reckon they go, drinking beer? What are, you, what are you, a fucking child? Get this vodka in you. Yeah, well, they quite like beer now. Um, since the since the wall came down that year, I don't know what they were <laughs> thinking, but no, yeah, it's beer now. Not a lot of household name Icelanders is there. There's Bajork. That's about <laughs> the only one. Surely, surely ice hockey players. Maybe, I don't know. They probably can't get to America. Or is Iceland Iceland's not the icy one? Greenland's the icy one, and Iceland's the green one. It's. An, they trick you. Oh, is it? Is that how it is? Is that the? Uh, I believe one so. Of life's little. Oh, okay. <laughs> Paradox. Um, I listened to some Icelandic rap, <laughs> trying to hoping, hoping to pull up something notable. 
but it's uh, it sounds exactly like normal rap. And by that I mean it's just young fuckheads talking over the top of existing music. So um, the Bajork remixes. Oh, the B Bajork remixes. There's yeah, Western music remixes as well. So straight after takeoff on EasyJet flight, right, Matthew. Uh, becomes a little parched at his mm. two hours and 50 minutes. He's going to have to wait. So he gets up and grabs himself a drink from his carry-on luggage. What's the, what's the first drink he puts his hand on, you reckon, in his bag? The duty-free one? Yeah. Uh, 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 whiskey? No. Nah. It's a bottle of gin. Lardy dar Ooh, mm. fancy. Yeah, I know. Then he starts chatting up a woman. Some blokes. Oh. Some blokes right in front of his mum too. <laughs> I knew that's why you said hold on. He has yeah. really forgotten. He's forgotten mum's there. I don't know that he has. Swinging out of the duty free talking to a chick. Do you reckon it was across his mum? Mum's in the middle seat and he's yeah. just going, sorry, love. Maybe. What's your name? What are you doing? <laughs> Maybe his mum's elbowing him. No, this one, mate, this one for you. <laughs> you are 40. Get over it. Um, some blokes just need a little nudge in the form of booze before working up the courage to tune women, though. But um, this particular time, it doesn't go that great. She immediately rejects him while ignores him. Um, so Matthew, after being ignored, he's done what any self-respecting man who's just been given the cold shoulder does. He exhibits the chivalry blokes like him have always been known for since the dawn of time. He yells, fuck off. And then... She sort of did. Yeah. Why not answer? <laughs> she's, she's fucked off. Oh, she has fucked off. Just mentally, she's she's gone. But then he's also... He's also told her that he's going to kill her family. Oh, jeez. So some may say that's a step too far. <laughs> and how, how far into the trip's this? Wheels up. Oh, straight, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> You're hearing that? They're still leaning back. Yeah. Um, Tray table's still up. She's, she's made the right decision there, not letting <laughs> herself get picked up by this guy. I think it's a good, as soon as you see someone pulling apart the duty-free bag to get into the booze on the plane, go, can't talk to him. I'm not going on a date with that guy. Put the uh, put the noise cancels on. Yeah. If you don't have them, just hold a pillow over your ears. <laughs> Old school. I reckon maybe maybe women are testing men when they reject them to see how they handle it before they commit to going on a date. <laughs> I'll just see how he handles this rejection. Oh, he's, he's told me to fuck off and he's going to kill my family. Yeah, I was right. I tried to tell my wife that the other week that if a, if there's a group of blokes drinking and um, there's some new blokes in there and somebody says, you're a tits or ass man, that's just to see if the new bloke is a regular bloke because sometimes they'll say, no, nah, I just love a neck. You go, watch him. Oh, right. Wasn't in there. Wasn't in there. <laughs> I love feet. All right, keep an eye on him. We don't even care. We're just, <laughs> we're just, trying, to, just trying to weed out the sus ones. Feet things are fucking myth. No one likes feet. Man, my, my co-host, Feb, said the first thing he, he notices of people's feet. Well, people's. Well, thing like you just sort of maybe you can look to see if there's anything wrong. Mm. Guys, are a built up shoe, or is there fucking <laughs> you know hair coming out the top of the sock, or something right? Some you know one massive one, or like the, <laughs> a club the second toe is not longer than the big toe. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> Abnormalities, deformities for sure. If that's your thing, but just to be into feet, no, nah, I'm not buying that. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Um, it's a myth. It's a cheeky way to look, just scan someone completely. Oh, 
There you go. I was looking at your feet. Yeah. <laughs> just looking at your feet as if that's the most innocent thing you could do. Sus. <laughs> Sus. Um, cabin crew say, look, knock it off, buddy. Put that stuff away. Neat gin. That's for psychopaths anyway. Mm. What I've seen in life. Uh, lovely drink, but mix it, you fucking grubs, not with Coke. It's t- <laughs> tonic water. Is that the only thing it's been invented for to just take the sting off a bit of gin? Gin and tonic's great drink. No, I love gin and tonic, but I mean, if somebody said to me, it'd be less weird for somebody to say just a straight gin than if somebody said, can I just have a can of tonic water, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Again, it's it's what? It's malaria uh, prevention, isn't it? Quinine in gin, in uh, tonic. So he has put his gin away, Matthew, but then he started swearing at them and issuing threats of violence their way as well. He said, I'm going to kill you if you don't shut up. That's one direct quote. Mm. Then uh, to calm himself down, he's taken a drag or two on his e-dart. <laughs> Man of the future. God, it's really, it started with a sip of gin, which does sound classy, and it is falling apart real quick. Yeah. Well, e-ciggy, e-ciggy and a gin. <laughs> all the class gets taken out when anything's straight from the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like you could have, you know. Single malt whiskey. That sounds nice. Straight from the bottle? No. I feel I get judged. Have you ever been at a restaurant? You get a beer and they said, would you like a glass? And I go, nah, it's in it. Yeah. It's all right. Save the washing up. Yeah, but I think I think you get judged for that. Oh, you get judged well before that. <laughs> I go to a dinner party and a nice wine gets poured around for everyone and they'll say to me, would you like a, a long neck of local <laughs> fucking beer? You know, well, that's really rude, but yes, I would. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a long neck just for you. <laughs> give the iPad to the kiddies and give Heggy a long neck. <laughs> Everyone, we can go back to our grown-up chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this stage, right, another male passenger gets up to get something out of his bag, and this just set Matthew, Matthew off again. So he's had a he's had a scuffle with him. No punches thrown, I don't think. People just can't leave well enough alone, can they? <laughs> Sorry. Why isn't mum piped up? Oh, I, th- I don't think she's the type. Mm. She seems a retiring type. You Like with a re- with a reasonably normal mother, of course. Yeah. If it's your mum or my mum, they'd say, stop being a dickhead. Sit down. Yeah. Why'd you tell that woman you're going to kill her family? Why'd you tell everyone you're going to kill them? Why are you punching this guy? Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but then, know. But then again, we wouldn't be in this situation. When you're going on a one-on-one holiday with your mum. Yeah. If you were just a normal cat. <laughs> mm. um, I mean, you know, you see a bloke having a tiff with a woman he just met, you know, and, you know, smoking his e-dart and swigging gin straight from the bottle. Don't get up and start fiddling around in your bag for your headphones real close. <laughs> Sit down. Watch the spectacle. Take it in in real time. <laughs> watch it unfold. You don't get that too often. Life. It's happening. I know. People have swept up in... Earphones and fucking phones, just, you know, watch it. It's all around you. Well, that's how you know that noise-cancelling headphones and uh, in-flight entertainment work because so many of these stories should end. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. With, and he said, he said, fuck you. And then 160 people just turned on him and belted the shit out of him. But everyone's just busy. Yeah. Busy doing their own thing. Oh, for sure. Same reason you can fart loudly on a bus. Do what you want now. Um, the flight attendants at this stage. By the way, what? quick question. How good is it just having kids? I can just fart now out and about. Just look at them. Oh, it's probably one of them. For sure. Yeah. One of the few not positives. They, <laughs> not, not when other people see you asking your kids to pull your finger. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Um, flight attendants at this stage think, you know, enough's enough. Let's dob him into the pilot, which oh. they did. Dobbers. Pilot says, Rightio, I don't really want to go to Iceland anyway. I've got just the place for this bastard. Uh, and they're nowhere near Shannon, going the other way. They said, We're going to beautiful Edinburgh, Scotland. Oh, yes. Mm, you'll fit right in. NJ Cody's favourite city. A wonderful, beautiful place. Not quite. Very annoying airport. Daniel Sloss told me about it. They're the slowest airport workers in the world. Is that hyperbole? Well, or is that true? Just according to him, I've, I must say, every time I've been there, the bags are taking a long fucking time to get out. I don't know what people are up to. Yeah. They're well. Great place anyway, where you can negate a lifetime of alcoholism and never eating something green ever by walking up a small hill <laughs> and taking a photo of yourself at the top. Fuck yeah. Arthur's seat. Mm, beautiful. So did you did you go when you were there, Heggy? I know you went to Edinburgh Fringe Festival once and mm. had a fucking shit time and now it's just been ten years of me trying to talk you to, into going back. Um not going back. Did, <laughs> did you ever go to the Sheep's Heat Inn? Oh, maybe. Not sure. Why, what's it got? Just a ripper pub. It's like one of those pubs from the 1300s or something, but it was where the Queen mm. the queen visited once and had a Sunday roast. Yeah. That's it. But I just love that that's the, you know, it's in, I know there's a couple of restaurants in Melbourne where it's like Bill Clinton had two bowls of pho here. Yeah. And I found, I found the English version, the fucking, yeah. the Queen had a black pudding. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got, yeah. Good For pub. all that sort of. Anti-England sentiment. They're still bragging about the Queen visiting <laughs> and eating a meal at one point. They go there for that. Good on them. Um, old Matthew, pretty angry by this stage because uh, he knows it's being diverted, as does everyone. How angry do you reckon he is on a scale of one to doing something I have never heard of <laughs> on a plane or elsewhere? Well, you've never heard of this on a plane. I've never heard of someone doing this. This is so. This is episode eighty-three. We've had fights, <laughs> brutal language. We've had a shit on a wall and a shit on a drink cart. Yeah. Um, smoking bongs in the toilet, icy threatening kids. We've had a lot. Yeah. And you've never, you've never even heard of this action. No, I have not. <laughs> Air or land. No. Fuck. All right. What's he done? Do you? Do you think Matthew is angry enough to disassemble his mobile phone and start eating it? <laughs> More <tea>! He's um <laughs> makes you think, doesn't it? He didn't have the right tools. 
So obviously, so he's had to snap it, causing his hands to bleed in the process, plus causing extensive battery damage. And as you know yourself, mobile phone batteries, when damaged, can be uh, quite hazardous, not great to be around. Um, What fucking grim shit was on that phone? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's um, Forget Panama Papers, this bloke. (laughs) Matthew Flaherty's phone. (laughs) Sort out some shit. His, the battery started smouldering on the seat, so mm. a flight attendant picked it up and put it in a glass of water. What about like that's you know you see stuff on a plane, you think, oh, what's happened there? I reckon the mark that'd leave on the seat would look pretty sus for future passengers. If I saw that, I'd just think it's a singe mark from a rancid fart. You'd never <laughs> think that's a burnt mobile phone battery that someone bit into, would you? <laughs> Not in a million years. Yeah, Family Feud survey says yeah. you'd definitely think. Someone's farted through the chair fabric. <laughs> yeah. More than, no, 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 broke his phone, then ate it, <laughs> and the battery burnt this whole fucking hell. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, like he knew he was going go to the, go to the uh, hog pen when he landed, so he's like an angry, like an old-style spy eating a piece <laughs> of paper after committing the contents of a note to a memory. Yeah. Uh, Matthew's got some stuff on his phone for his eyes only. Yeah. Best to eat the evidence before the curly tails get their hands on your phone and see what you've been fucking doing. Most definitely. I don't want to. It's a lot harder to eat thousands of thousands of physical photos. Oh, yeah. So easier. <laughs> easier just to eat that micro SD card. If, you, if your phone's that sus, delete as you go. I'm sure you can get them off. I think it's more his contacts. Um, he was arrested upon landing in Edinburgh, obviously. So. He started, he's gone straight to Livingston Cop Shop and started abusing the filth while he's there. That'll help. Yeah. Using, once again, the benchmark racial abuse word oh, while he's at it. Well, he's gone, he's gone right to the top. Straight to the top, Oof. might as well. By the way, I know, I know gin is a depressant. They all are, <laughs> aren't they? No, but gin specifically, like, is the, I think, is, uh, I know, I think alcohol over time, right, for a lot of people, can be a depressant. Yeah. Whereas gin is oh, like an in the moment. It. Yeah. Well, people just start crying and stuff. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, you think that's what's happened to him? Well, no, I'm saying I've had a lot. I don't know how much he had before the flight, but I've never had enough to start eating my phone and dropping end bombs. I I think you've never had a, a phone that requires eating. Yeah. That's, it's I've not al- the gin. I've also never been a 40-year-old man on holiday with me mum. So <laughs> give it time. Um, Matthews ended up at Edinburgh Sheriff Court where he pleaded guilty to everything. Uh, He's got um, the things he's pleaded guilty to, disorderly conduct, threatening behaviour and endangering endangering an aircraft, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Nothing for the phone. More No, nah, man, his, his phone didn't give a fuck. It didn't press charges. Um, sheriff, they've got sheriffs there. Sheriff Thomas Welsh, QC, said. Hold on, hold uh, on. A sheriff and a QC. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's good effort. They've got a pivot over there. Not enough staff. Um, Catch the sheriff crook. Thomas Welsh. Catch the crook and then fucking give him a sentence. Well, he's a QC. He said, and I quote, Everyone on that plane must have been terrified. 
That's why QCs get the big bucks. It's insights like that. I doubt um, it. I highly doubt it. What? I reckon there were people five rows away that had no fucking idea what was going on. Didn't know what was happening. They'll yeah. mag it watching Die Hard 3. Yeah. <laughs> the diversion clocked up a GB pound price tag in the thousands. I'll give you 1 million <laughs> AUD if you get it right. It's between 5,000 and 6,000 pounds. Uh, 5,348. No, but I like the cut of your jib. 5,236 <laughs> even. Man, this um, is like high stakes jelly bean guessing contest. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you don't get one right by the millionth episode, <laughs> I owe you. Something wrong. Yeah. Uh, solicitor, the defending solicitor, cop this. Her name is Melissa Virtue. Oh. Um, pretty good. Couldn't make that up. She said her client had been on a trip to Iceland with his mother to celebrate his birthday, but added that he accepted his behaviour on the plane was shocking. Uh, Ms. Virtue said Flaherty had committed the offences on the day of his 43rd birthday. He had argued with his mother before the incidents and he had been under the influence of alcohol at the time. So she, when she was convincing Matthew to plead guilty, she said she thought it better not to fight. I thought Melissa Virtue was always being cool. When it came time to fight, he made Melissa step aside and he's ended up hiring a different lawyer. Oh, wow. Uh, so sacking the coach halfway through the sack, season. Yep, sack Virtue. <laughs> we'll get a bloke. His name's Richard Souter. Dick Souter. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't make that up either. Well, someone fucking did. Makes you think, doesn't it? It's better than, better than Richard Sinner, but uh, Richard Souter. Uh Dick, Dick Souter, um, he's identified the true culprits in the curious case of the phone eater. <laughs> it was actually oh. Al- oh, no. alcohol. Alcohol. Mr. Booze. Not again. Mr. Booze. Mr. B-double-O-Z. Well, it wasn't. Purely just alcohol. Alcohol was in cahoots for this particular crime with painkillers. Oh, painkillers? Hold on. So yeah. we've got alcohol. Let me get the dinger. <laughs> no, alcohol. Oh, just alcohol and painkillers. Alcohol and painkillers, yeah. Wow. Good tag team. Oh, yeah. They're the champions. They're the WWE champions. Booze and painkillers. Matthew, um, he, had a, he had a trapped nerve. So... I don't think I'd get on a plane to Iceland if I had a trapped nerve. It's yeah. cold over there. Don't know. I've never had one. It's one of those things I always thought were made up by hypochondriacs to get out of work or school like a stitch. <laughs> trapped nerve. Fuck off. Grow up. Doesn't sound right to me. They're all trapped um, in your body. Yeah. I've, I've never seen one of mine <laughs> making them all trapped. You're correct. Um, notwithstanding the work of Dick Souter, Matthew found himself with 22 months in the clink. What? Mm. That uh, bottle of gin and the blister pack of painkillers, not to mention Mrs. Flaherty, all got off scot-free. Fuck. Matthew, in the big house as we speak, that trapped nerve is even more trapped. Wow. You know what, though? Swings and roundabouts. Has avoided the whole pandemic. 
oh man, I couldn't agree more. Like I concur. This not such a bad time to be in jail. Like if you have to be at some stage of your life, I'd choose now. <laughs> so you're not really missing much. Get it out of the way. Um, it's like having a kid. A lot of people just had kids. Oh mate, I had one. Thought what a good yeah, time. Um, well, as I said, I'm just racking up some state-sanctioned fucking dad and husband credit. Yeah, for sure. Haven't earned it, but. You don't want to take it so far as as to as to set a precedent, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't get used to it. I say it. Yeah. I say it to all of them every night before bed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying good night tonight, but don't get used to this. All right. Um. So you know, you know what they did though when Matthew went to the big house. You know what the first thing they said when he turned up at the big house? No. They said, "Welcome back, Matthew." <gasps> yeah. He'd been before. Oh, yeah. I found the bastard. Why didn't I even consider that this bloke could have done something in the past? Why would have just picked his 43rd birthday to start eating a phone yeah. and threatening death on people? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, I found him. He's done some time. In 2007, right, he was living above Reflections, a middle which night spot <laughs> in the middle of town. I've got a little bit. A little bit of music from Reflections. You want to hear some? Oh, yes. Mm, from a Facebook video? Wow. Yeah. That's the most recent video. <laughs> You know the place. You know, they're all the same. Oh, yeah. Lots of mirrors, hence reflections. Have I said on here before I got to go to the FHM's voted second worst nightclub in Australia? What? No, what is it? It was in a town called Narracourt mm. in South Australia. This would have been 10, 11 years ago. Did some football slash netball club gig yeah. with a couple other comics. We drove over in the daytime, did the gig, stayed there overnight, drove home. And after the gig, it's the football slash netball club. They said, mate, you've got to come out. FHM, we're in town. We've got the second worst nightclub. It's called Shapes. I said, why is it called Shapes? They said, you'll see. In the line out the front, um, a chick offered me a bong. Yeah. This is in line. Yeah. She said, you want a bong? Pulled a bong out of her bag. Said, nah. She said, all right, shotgun this can then. She just stabbed a UDL can with her car keys. Did you? Had you ever met this woman? No. Nah. She was at the gig though. All oh, right. That was a bit of narrow court hospitality. Go inside. Shapes is just a square room with cardboard shapes hanging from the ceiling. Great. What on fishing line? Yeah, just like a kid's bedroom. Yep. <laughs> so you got it. Did you did you shotgun the can? Yeah, fucking oath. All right. I mean, I won't go to any nightclub, but particularly if they're called Shapes, Reflections, or Waves, <laughs> I'm not fucking going. No way. What about Vault? We had Vault at uh... the Vault. Well, it's funny you say that. The Reflections oh. in Middlewich used to be called the Vault. <laughs> But um, we had the vault it's, it's, at Werribee yeah. Plaza, vault nightclub. Oh, fuck me. What, you could go to Big W and then straight out to the vault? <laughs> straight out to vault. Stop at La Poqueta yeah. for a meal first, lie in the stomach. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, um, anyway, at Reflections, uh, Matthew is living above the nightclub. Uh, wow. No wonder he's angry. I know. Operation Dawn swooped on Reflections and found they found the following in Matthew's flat. They found 
two bags containing a, a total of 41 grams of skunk. Four cannabis plants. Scales with traces of cannabis. 400 pounds in cash. 100 zipper bags. An air rifle. And a meat cleaver. Wow. Yes. That, uh, yeah, of course, you need the meat cleaver. Oh. Who knows what you're capable of if someone's going to take almost. 800 Australian dollars from you. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. 400 cash. Well, it's just so unusual that anyone would have any cash up there. They don't keep cash for that long, let well, alone 400. To be sweet. fair, after the vision and because uh, I got to see the video of the nightclub and obviously you just heard some audio there, I assume 400 pounds cash is going to get you 400 drinks at that nightclub. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you some drink specials as we get to it. Oh, yes. um, the plot thickens, though, in this dawn raid. Um, yeah. A mobile phone. Hold on, what's it called? Operation? Operation Dawn. Sorry, Operation Dawn. I The hopes I had for what was going to be found was fucking bricks of coke yeah. and AK-47. You don't launch an operation for $400 cash. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was part of it because Middlewich was in the throes of a um, of a bit of an epidemic of crime in the pubs and stuff. So they've just raided pretty yeah. much everyone in town and found everyone's got the same sort of stuff. There's a meat cleaver in every flat probably. <laughs> um, yeah, but the plot did thick and a mobile phone was also seized oh. which contained texts that proved Flaherty was running a modest commercial dealing operation. That's why you eat your fucking phone. That's why you eat it. Even like as soon as the filth are out, even if they're just Scottish, eat your phone. <laughs> um, the Flaherty's, I found out the family, they're actually a pub family. Um, in 2008, Alan Flaherty, Matthew's dad, manager of Reflections, uh, had his license revoked for underage drinking at the pub, fights, antisocial behaviour, and crime. Which I thought was just a liquor license. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matthew's mum, Tracy Flaherty. Yes. She, Tracy she and started Alan. a fire yeah. once to get to get rid of some building material in two thousand and six. Oh no. I'm sus. When Reflections was called the Vaults. I th- I think even for Northern England, two thousand six, that's past the use by date for just burning rubbish on your property <laughs> in a built up area. Um she did it right in the pub court fire, but the brigade got there just in time and sorted it out. So but in 2008, uh, the closure of Reflections was considered a bit of a victory for- um, The global financial crisis? No, it was just <laughs> Alan harbouring too many grubs in his pub. Safe, safe to say, though, that um, the, the Flaherty's are characters. <laughs> characters. Characters. A guy Richie film. Yeah. <laughs> um, good news though, and I'm sure we could all use some good news right about now. Um, Reflections is back being called The Vaults. Yes. And it is open again. Yes. Uh, July 2021. Saw them came back with a splash on Freedom Day. Not sure what the locals think of the drink specials, but they sound pretty darn good to me. How the fuck 
can I not see my mum and dad, but fucking the vaults is open. <laughs> oh, the vaults is well and truly open. <laughs> Double vodka energy, oh. four pounds. Whereas triple vodka energy, four pounds sixty. That's you're, currently eight dollars sixty AUD. You're fucking losing money not getting a triple vodka there. Oh, damn straight. Those prices are insane. Yeah. You do the economics. Do they have just a, a fucking straight gin, an easy jet special? No. Two pound? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> oh, the Flaherty's aren't there anymore. <laughs> no. You can't, you can't put gin into an energy drink. <laughs> it's, the, it's the link of depression and energy <laughs> that uh, turns people crazy. I, I watched a bunch of similar videos to each other from the vaults on their socials, like that one you just played, uh, Nightclub Rev- Reveler, Contributors to Human Endeavour. All poking their tongues out, but in a friendly way when a camera mm. comes near them. That's something I fucking can't get behind. Um, imagine if your friends did that pre-digital cameras, like poke their tongue out for your photos and you've got to go get them developed. <laughs> they wouldn't be your friends anymore, would they? This guy's got his fucking tongue out again. There. I'm going to kill him. Anyway, at the time. Um, you would not be a fan. You, I know you're not a nightclub fan at all. Um, neither am I. New one just opened on the Goldie, though. Might have to. We should go together, check it out. What is it? Somebody, a listener, sent it to me. There's a um, like a $10 million. They're trying to make like a, um, hold on, Gold Coast nightclub. It's not at the Versace. It's, is it classy? <laughs> well, what is classy? Um, cash, big cash, big money. Fuck! It's like a it's like a nightclub and a day club. It's got the pool, Cali Beach. It's called. Cool. Where is it? Surfers, of, mate. Of course. Caval Ave, Alcorn Ave. All oh, right. I think I know where that is. I'll be there in 2021. <laughs> I'll send you a selfie with my tongue out and some strangers. Just put my arms around strangers and get some photos taken. <laughs> um, Matthew for his drug dealing efforts. Way back then, he uh, did eight months in the clink for his drug dealing. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, it makes one wonder how exactly you get a great job upholding the law and making sure people are accountable, such as property conveyancer as a jailbird. It's almost as if the property industry don't care who joined their ranks. Although- Shifting units. Yeah. I mean, if you believe in jail, you do have to believe in rehabilitation and second chances. I couldn't find out anything about why he got 22 months for eating his phone. So I don't. I think you don't believe in jail. You just go, I'd rather him not go to jail, but I never trust him again. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Keep him where you can see him. That's why we've got high vis. Um, I couldn't find out why he got 22 months rather than the fucking nothing that some people receive for doing much worse shit to other people on planes. But previous previous form. I just think eating the phone, that's you get you going in the naughty corner. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we can't pin anything on you exactly. So we'll say the assault resisting, blah, blah, blah. You just need a timeout. You can't just eat your phone and be let free that day. Yeah, I know. If he didn't eat his phone, he probably just could have kept his phone. Yeah. I just paid a fine. That was it. Yeah, nothing would make me want to see what's on his Google Drive more than him chewing on a SIM card. Oh yeah. Can't be good for you. <laughs> I know 
I know little bits of phones are everywhere now. You catch a fish now, it's <laughs> fucking full of SIM cards and shit, but like actually eating one cannot be good. Um, rip a fucking headline though. Like I've one of the best I've seen for some time. Yes. From one of those rags <laughs> the they mirror. still have there. They don't, they don't pretend like we do. You know what? It's why, it's why their trashy shows are the best. They're like fucking Love Island and Geordie Shore and all that. It's because they they lean into it. Yeah. They're not – it's like, no, 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 this is how we are and this is how we act and it it is what it – it's not, you know, I'm a, I'm a business person slash entrepreneur slash they're like, fucking we're getting on it in Ibiza. Fucking. For sure. Yeah. They've embraced grubbery well before we have. Mm. Like we're as grubby but still trying to – there's still a thin veneer of fucking trying to pretend there's some sort of class to Australian grubbery. There's not. And some just fucking big veneers right in the yeah. gob. <laughs> but it's, this headline, it said – a Thin veneer of class, thick veneers in the skull. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> drunk, drunk thug. Eight mobile phone in midair, forcing EasyJet flight to divert to Edinburgh. That's the sort of journalism we want. It's a, the endangered art of the enticing headline. <laughs> it could it could have just as well read "Northern Englishman gets on a plane" or "Man from Cheshire exists," but they've gone for proper journalism. <laughs> What's that headline say? Of course he did. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> The rest of all makes sense. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks very much for listening. Tell your mates, if you want to support us, get on patreon.com slash Brawl for some extra eps every month and some other stuff as well. Um, things are slowly opening up. Hopefully we can do a live show early uh, 2022, if not late 2021. Heggy, let's see what happens. Oh, fuck, I don't know about that, man. I've, I'm hoping to get to Queensland before the end of the year, but that's looking pretty dicey. Oh, yeah, well, sucked yeah. in. That's not going to happen. But I reckon Victoria and New South Wales will be the only two that are going to be able to hang out with one another. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd come down. I don't care, but as long as I can get back in here. Although, fuck, it would make me laugh if with these cases, New South Wales said, sorry, Victoria, Yeah, can't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you it, and now look what you've done with it, you idiots. <laughs> I'll get lukeheggy.com, uh, nickcardi.com.au, but at Midflight Brawl on Instagram, or if you want to send us an email, midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com. Anything else, mate? No. Nah. All right. Nothing, just this. See you next week. See you, mate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.